my training regimen is food. You got to get those carbs, son. The back of the arena got tons of noms for the workers. Get some cookies so you can eat them and grow up big and strong and kick piston in a butt butt. Oh, snap! They got chocolate chip! As a connoisseur of tasty treats, I can assure you chocolate chip cookies are the for real deal. A lot of people think you gotta eat protein and stuff if you want to strength train, but I'm like, real badasses eat chocolate chip cookies! I'm gonna get that tattooed across my back in old English font. Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 218. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. Keep moving. Move along. Step aside. Uh, this is the show where we talk about the Xbox 360 in any way that we see fit and anything else we want to talk about. Uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar, on that Xbox Live thing. And with me today, I got my good buddy, Marcus. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Also known as Wingmanus. Marcus Wingmanus. Wingman 709. Yeah. So I think uh, I'm not going to be recovered from Thanksgiving for probably at least another three, four days. How about you? I'm fine. I'm I'm good to go. Oh, you're good? Well, I was yeah, sick I... through the holidays, so... <laughs> <laughs> um... Did you take it easy on Thanksgiving, or did you gorge yourself? Like no, I, I took it easy. I oh, took it good easy. Man. So. Good, good man. I was too sick. I didn't. I, in fact, I was that morning. Told my wife, said I can't go over to her sister's house where we had everybody at, and I said I just can't go. Um, and then by the time she was ready to leave, uh, early afternoon to go over there, I was like, okay, I'm good enough to go get some turkey dinner and I, you know i'm smelling i'm listening i'm sitting up here you know crashed out trying to sleep smelling her cooking the stuffing and stuff and i'm just like oh i gotta have turkey dinner dude it's my favorite day of the year yeah. so i i yeah. went over Best and, and did eat but then after i was done she had to bring me back home because <laughs> <laughs> i was kind of over it but it was like i still needed another day or two to get my strength back you know i was pretty weak um and just you know so i did get some food but i had to come right back home and just crash so then i was pretty good uh saturday and then today it's i i I feel like i went back the wrong direction so i'm a little under the weather again today but so i hope it's just a one day thing (laughs) i'm ready to get back to work and i got stuff to do and (laughs) you know i think it's the sundays you know where you know, you're you're looking to do all this stuff, but you're just tired, and you got that Monday just like looming in front of you, like <laughs> a black cloud. Yeah. Although, in some respects, you might want to get back to work. <laughs> I'm ready to get back to work. I got stuff yeah. to do. Oh so. heck yeah! Heck, I can't even believe that it's been what four days off that I had at least. I practically it, I mean, had all so last week off because it was yeah. so quiet. <laughs> it was, you know, so yeah. it's, I actually almost had like the week off, so, but, um, which was good because dude, I was sick. <laughs> so it was actually yeah. nice. I was so grateful that, that, that no one called and bothered me. So, but, uh, anyways, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was, it was pretty good. Had uh, round one on Thursday, uh, ate myself silly. 
and just incredibly silly. That's what and then about. we had round two today, which was just exhausting. I am like so wiped right now. I achy all over. I don't know if I'm like trying to recover from a cold because I don't feel quite a hundred percent, or if it's like the turkey. <laughs> but I mean, I could literally probably fall asleep sitting in my chair right now. So you're gonna have, you may have a food coma in the middle of this, huh? Maybe. All right. Okay. So let's keep going then. Um, wanted to ask right, you right. if, and if you people are wondering why they're, they're pausing, we're chatting back and forth too because we're, we're there. There's potential technical difficulties difficulties going on. But <laughs> I, I think I think we're fine. So so the pausing is because we're talking because we don't want to stop the recording. So. Because so I know I don't on. I don't know about you I can't do two things at once I can't either man man do not give me gum and then ask me a question so um, but did you have you been checking out our our uh, Facebook group right Rob yes, sir did you happen to check out the parent rap yes <laughs> yes I did I if if you guys out there if you haven't seen our Facebook group um, go out there and look for the parent rap video. Um, especially if you're a parent, <clears throat> if you're not a parent and you're, you're still an adult, you might appreciate it from what your parents went through. But when you do have kids, you will definitely appreciate this video. Uh, I've watched this several times. I laugh every time I watch it. Um, I think it's great. Um, I, I, I love the fact that he's like at the very beginning, you know, the song essentially is. These two people that used to be cool, now they've got like these three little kids, so they're parents, and now they're not cool anymore. But they're they're trying to, you know, they're still trying to say they're cool because the guy's like, yeah, we can still rock it in the hizzle. And then the wife looks at him and goes, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> you know? And so they're they're going and singing about, you know, how she can, you know, her her PB and J's are the best, and her mac and cheese is the bomb, and <laughs> it's. <laughs> You know, how dad turned in his Porsche for a sedan. and <laughs> So I thought of you. You didn't turn in your, uh, you didn't turn your hot rod in. Nope. Still nope. got it. Still got it. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I still got it, but I got the car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got it anymore, but I got the car. <laughs> oh, but, uh, it was funny. I, I just cracked up, man. Did you see anything in that, that, like, did you see yourself in that video at all? You know, I started watching it, and then I had to turn it off, maybe just because it hurt too much. <laughs> <laughs> the truth hurts. No. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it, it was cool. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I see myself in it. But, yeah, I understand it. I, I feel it. I like – I just thought it was funny, like, when he was talking about how the – He's got to go to work to get the cheddar, and, you know, or the cheese, and to make the cheese, and how the money doesn't grow on trees, even though kids seem to think it does. And when when they were just like disciplining, but I loved it when he's like when he was talking about I'm the I'm a Candyland Slayer. And he throws the, the board up into the air because he's losing. And he gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> he can't win at Candyland. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, "That's awesome, man!" Oh, being being a dad in the household, usually on you're the low man on the totem pole, so yeah, <laughs> that's totally understandable. <laughs> you got to take out your frustration somehow. 
So, but good. It's a cute little video, a cute little song. Check it out. If you're a parent, you're really going to appreciate it. And, uh, uh, and if you don't want to look at our, on our Facebook group for some reason, then just do a search on YouTube for the parent rap and you'll find it. Um, the other thing I posted out on our group this week, Rob, was, yes. and of course anyone hasn't figured out, this is our random stuff section that kind of got added in. So we now mm-hmm. start the show with just like non-gaming related stuff. Even though I did mention yeah. game in the last video. In the yeah, and you know, I, this also <laughs> falls into that whole section of, Anything else we want to talk about. That's right. But this is our show. This is really, really, really amazing. Um, I've seen model train layouts and stuff. Um, oh, dad's yeah. a big train nut. You know that. Huge. Oh yeah. Huge. So, uh, he, he's worked out, um, where he lives. They've got a, a huge model train club that he's a part of and they built, you know, so you go out. It's one of these things you go out and you watch. It takes up like a warehouse, you know, it's this giant train layout. Well, he sent me a video of what well, I guess it's a train layout in Europe in or, Hamburg and it originated as a train layout but it has expanded and they have added an airport and that's what this video is on and I posted this again in our Facebook group and it is one of the coolest things I've ever seen this thing makes train layouts professional train layouts look like kid stuff Kids' toys, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, for sure. The planes move around the airport. Uh, I mean, even like they push the little, the, the, the little truck will push the plane back from the jetway, just like at the airport, and it detaches, and then the plane will turn around and taxi out to the runway and actually takes off. Mm-hmm. The planes actually take off. And, and it looks plane, realistic, too. Oh, it's amazing. The sounds... The lights, the lights, and then they have a day to night cycle. So, I mean, you can see the airport when all the lights are off, you know, in the building. So it's nighttime and then all the lights on the runway and everything, everything's on and it's so cool. There's little trucks moving around this thing and it's all like computer controlled. Yeah. There's like little vans, service trucks and all this stuff's on the ground. You know, the planes, like especially at night. I mean, it looks cool. I don't. I don't know if it was in the one video that you posted on there, but there's there's a bunch of other ones on YouTube and yeah. elsewhere where, like, even when the stuff comes on at night, the lights do that flicker. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those, uh, I don't know if it's the tungsten lights, but those really bright lights, they kind of tend to, like, flicker a little bit before they get, like, heated up. Uh-huh. I mean, the the lights even do that, and... It's about a 15-minute day cycle, and then then it gets to dusk, and then I think it's night for like two or three minutes, and then it switches back. But yeah, planes are taken off at night during the day. The lighting on the planes is, I mean, just like on a real jet, you know, where you get the little flashing lights. You know, you get the big headlights up in the front. All of the planes are actually, everything on that is fully motorized, and it's all computer controlled. It's not, you know, no wires pulling it or or magnets or anything. It's just amazing. I mean, it's, it's the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> it's cool, man. When I saw the oh, plane take off, yeah. I was like, and the first one, I mean, I think if I, I think the first plane you see pushed back is the A380. So it's huge. I mean, this is a giant plane. And my kids stood here and watched it. They sat and they stood at my desk and they're like, wow, that is so awesome. Um, they loved it. And, um, 
you know, so if you, I think that video is about 12 minutes long, um, just showing different things happening at this airport, you know, and it's, it's, it's neat, man. And like I said, check it out. You can, you know, show it to the family. Your kids will probably really think it's pretty cool. Um, if you're into model planes, trains, or whatnot. Um, and my dad the actually, will, huh? the kids will enjoy it. Your wife will think you're a nerd. Exactly. But this, this gets your geek cred back up if you're, oh, if you're sure. lacking. At least with the kids. But I think my dad said that he believed they even had a shipyard. Oh yeah. Uh, at this, now it's not in the video I posted, but he, he thought that this layout, that they had even had a shipyard as well. So I'm going to have to do a little searching and see if I can find some more videos from this place. But, um, yeah, pretty cool. Check it out. It's on our, it's on our Facebook group. Really neat video. So. And I'm, I'm looking through the video right now to see. I don't think they have it in this one video, but there's, uh, one video where a jet pulls up to the gate. And then the jetway actually, like, you know, you see the jetway, it like extends and it moves over and then boom, it goes right on the door. <laughs> I mean, how do they do that? I mean, how do I, I, I mean, it just amazes me how this is jet. I mean, everything's motorized. It's got its own battery and it moves on its own. The jet steers itself. It goes right into that little wheelie pusher guy. Yeah. And then the jetway goes right out. I mean, how? Yeah. It's amazing. It's awesome. Amazing. It's the coolness, man. It's probably the coolest thing I've seen in a really, really long time. And I'd love to go see this thing in person. Oh, there is a shipyard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You'll have to shoot me that link then or post that on our Facebook so I can see the – because I didn't see the, the one you're talking about with the jetway. I didn't see that in the video I posted, and I certainly didn't see no shipyard. Okay. No, I, I just pulled up. The, the place is called Wonderland with a U. All right. Yeah, there's. Wonderland. I'm looking at this video. This guy's like waiting in this pool. <laughs> He's making a tsunami. <laughs> so I'll have to look at that later. All right. So, but um, okay. So let's move on into some gaming stuff. Unless you got any other random stuff that you want to talk about. No, no, I'm good. All right. Uh, did you this. did you go out and brave Black Friday? Oh hell no! Heck no. <laughs> Give me a heck no. Okay. Can't can't <laughs> H-E double can't use foul language with me on the show. <laughs> Are you is Brandon? <laughs> Something. Um, so yeah. Well, did you? Did you? I, no, I did not. But I did make a really sweet purchase. Oh, yeah? Um, I threw my good buddies at Amazon.com. Remember I was talking about how I really wanted to play GTA 4? Right. Well, our wonderful community, and, dude, i got to give all the props to our community. Uh, in fact, let me go look out and make sure I give props to the correct individual. But uh, Joey uh, posted that um, Amazon had the Grand Theft Auto 4 and episodes from Liberty City the complete edition. Well, it's like everything. Okay? All Grand Theft Auto 4 game DLC and everything for $20. Wow. Needless to say, sold! <laughs> I got my copy. So, and free shipping, and that's it, man. So, mine's on the way. It'll probably be here on Monday. So, because yeah. I know they already I'm... shipped it. But, uh, yeah, that that's what I got. 
Uh, otherwise, I didn't. I didn't. No, I don't go out and do the Black Friday stuff. So. Yeah, that's crazy town. I think that uh, all those years that I spent in retail kind of soured me on being out and about in those crowds. Yeah. And we were out later in that day, but I mean, you know, in fact, we had to go into a Walmart because what was it we were needing to get? Something we needed to pick up, but like this was later in the day. So like, you know, there was no lines. Everybody was done. It was just a few people in the store at that point. So you could go in and get what you needed. So, (laughs) but no, no, no shopping. So my wife, Wendy was out, uh, what was that? I think on. I think she was out. She went to Coles and Toys R Us at about four in the morning on insane. Friday morning. That's insane. I guess I was snoring or something, and she woke up. She couldn't go get back to bed, <laughs> so she just went up to the store. She said there were some people out, not too many, and she's like, everybody was walking around in a daze, and I'm like, of course, it's four in the morning. It's yeah. crazy. I just can't imagine people that have to work retail. You know, I feel sorry for them because they just got to deal with those the mobs, man. It's just these people will oh, yeah. they go nuts for you know saving five bucks on a movie. And you know. and you know, I mean, both of you and I we worked at Circuit City back in the day. Yeah. Did you work the like the Black Fridays at all? No. In fact, it's funny. Um, the very first time that came up. Uh, the very first Thanksgiving weekend, you know, I was, I guess back at the time I was oblivious to the Black Friday thing or didn't realize it or whatnot, but, um, I, you know, I was in a, I was in the military, so that Circuit City was just this part-time job, which turned into more like a full-time job, because you know how they abuse your employees all the time. <laughs> and they work every hour out of you they can. Um, they need you to work bell to bell, Monday, so, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I would have actually loved to have worked that weekend and made a bunch of money but i was it was the first time that i could have been with my entire family up in the state of washington um for you know i mean grandparents and aunts and you know everybody was together for the first time in like 15 years and so i went in to tell them you know hey i'm not going to be here and they're like the manager was all like you can't have the time off we're not giving it you the time off and i'm like Dude, this is a part-time job. <laughs> like, you know, and he's like, no one gets time off. No one gets it. And he went into this whole big spiel, and I'm like, you know, busiest day of the year. And I'm like, dude, what part of part-time job, and I really don't give a crap, do you not understand? Yeah. And they weren't going to give it to me. So I, I said, okay, well, then since I, instead of me requesting a vacation, I'm going to turn in my two weeks notice right now then. I'm like, I'm done. Because I am taking off, and I went up there and had a great Thanksgiving. So, so no, I've never, from the retail side, never experienced it, because that was the last time I did retail. <laughs> well, you're lucky because you would be as bitter as I am if you did. <laughs> oh, I'd have made so much money, though. I'd have been so uh, much money. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You run yourself ragged, but all the penny pinchers are out, usually. Yeah. So, But that was back when people were buying stuff, though. I mean... You know, I don't yeah. know. I think I would have made a ton of cash that weekend. Yeah. By sure volume. Yeah, just because, I mean, we all worked on commission, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Or what do they call them, spiffs? Spiff, yeah. Did you get the cheese? Yeah, <laughs> cheese and spiffs. Yep. Although, 
Well, it doesn't matter now since they're not around anymore. But yeah, cheese is the secret. Cheese was the <laughs> secret, secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. Sell that uh, extended warranty. That's where you made yeah. your money. But anywho, uh, yeah. I guess we should get into gaming and get into the show. And Let's do this. Yeah, this is going to be quick. This is going to be probably our shortest show ever. We actually put all this random stuff in there just try to extend the show out because there. I mean, we just did a show what four days ago because we were late because I was sick. And we took some of the stories that we would not have done that would have been in today. We did them on Monday or what Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving when we did this. So there's not a lot to talk about because we last from the time we last recorded till now, it's everybody's been on vacation. <laughs> there's been a big holiday, so there's really not much to talk about. But I did get some gaming in, and uh, yes, I played some Hitman Absolution. Uh, yeah. I've taken my time. That game's a lot of fun, dude, and it's definitely oh, really? take. It is a lot of fun. Weren't you like all negative on it the other day? No, not on Hitman. No, no, nah. no. I've really enjoyed this. Okay, it, it's tough. It's you got to really take your time and go slow. And I've had times where I'm like I couldn't get out, and you know, and I have to replay it. And that's why it's I'm not getting like there's 20 missions in the quote single player campaign. I've only done four. Right. But I've probably got 10 hours in the darn game because I've had to replay several of them over. And, you know, and then I've done some on purpose just trying to see if I could improve what I did. And um, but it's fun. I really do enjoy it. Um, now, I also played Mass Effect 3. OK. Excuse me. I got the um, actually this was another Black Friday deal, I think, on Xbox Live. They had a bunch of stuff that was half-priced, and the Leviathan DLC for Mass Effect 3 was 50% off. So I bought this for 5 bucks, and I ended up playing through that little piece of single-player storyline this week. Um, in fact, I finished that today, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, pretty good little story. Um, I'm glad I only paid $5 for it, that's for sure. It certainly wasn't worth 10 bucks. <laughs> okay. um, I played Borderlands 2 Torque DLC. I have completed that all in its entirety. Uh, beat the the main boss at the end. Um, he's the invincible guy. Is if you get four people um, that can work together, it, it's not too bad. He's probably the best invincible character. Um, not the easiest to beat because obviously if you've got the B shield and the uh, conference call shotgun, you can take Terramorphus out in 15 seconds. So. Um, and all the that's all the bosses have been kind of they kind of nerf that weapons loadout now. So, but he still was one of the easier ones to take out, and thankfully there was only one. And I played some Need for Speed Most Wanted because I still had it sitting here. I popped that back in, and I think I'm probably done with it. It's just it frustrated me again today. It's just it's ridiculously and just yeah, I just not a fan of what they did to that series so of what it's it's like they ruined burnout because to me i don't view it as a need for speed game i view it as a burnout game okay that's why i don't like it because to me it's not burnout it's not it's just you know i don't know they've gotten so far away from it um so and i I don't know about the need for speed side i've played some need for speed games but it, it just seems like they tried to mix the two and they don't work very well that in my opinion but Right. So, but that, I think that wraps up my gaming for the week. 
Oh, wow. Okay. How about you? Uh, for me, only one thing I got in, and that was Walking Dead. I finished episode five. And, uh, wow. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I think uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, right? Or you want to talk about it now? So, well, we could do one of two things. We could, why don't we save it for the last thing? Okay. Sounds and, good. um, cause then we're, we can do the full on spoiler saying what we want and, and then, and we can just end the show with a, a Walking Dead spoiler show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, I did that Amex thing. I think I talked about it on the last show or the show, no, two shows ago where you sync up your Amex uh-huh. to Xbox Live and you get $10 credit, you finish Halo 4, and then you get a $25 credit. And at the same time, you get 50 off 100 at Best Buy. So, I mean, the way I see it is if I can get myself to actually finish Halo by the end of the year, <laughs> which uh-huh. I don't know, hopefully I'll do it. Um, at least it's more incentive. I mean, that's basically paying for the game and then some. You know you can you do get... that in co-op, right? So you can get through it a lot quicker probably if you jump in oh, yeah. and you flare four-player co-op. Oh, that's true. Interesting. You don't have I, to I go at it by yourself, man. What, what if I'm a loner, a rebel? <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, I don't do much shopping at Best Buy anymore, but I think I might find something for a hundred bucks and get fifty bucks back. Then I was looking through some of that stuff. It looks like they give you the statement credit in about eight weeks after your purchase. So, you know, it's not instantaneous, but hey, it's better than nothing. And uh, it, it was a little weird trying to find the app, at least on the Xbox side, because I kept looking for something in, in like apps or whatnot. But it's actually. It's actually almost like an advertisement that you have to click on to enter your code to link yourself up. But, uh, yeah, that was it. Alrighty. All right. Well, let's get into our quick stories and then we can go talk Walking Dead episode, episode five. Alright. Okay, uh, I don't know. One thing I want to mention real first before we hit up our first story is, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the Black Friday stuff and the Microsoft stores had a huge sale on uh, a lot of titles. Did you see any of those, Mark? Uh, no. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the Microsoft store, they've got a ton of games. I mean, it's you know not necessarily the latest titles, but I went and I just picked up uh, a couple of them. I picked up uh, Forza Horizon for fifteen bucks, uh, and I mean. That thing just came out, what, like four weeks, weeks ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Forza Horizon for uh, uh, $15, and then I got Gears of War 3 for 10 bucks, and then a triple pack Gears of War, which is 1 and 2 and something else. Not Gears 3. It's one of the DLCs for 10 bucks. So for 35 bucks, it was basically four games. So that's a fantastic deal. You guys might want to check it out. Hopefully, it'll be live through at least Cyber Monday, which is tomorrow. What is that? The 26th. So check it out. All right. So uh, first thing is that uh, Resident Evil uh, Revelations has been uh, listed for the 360 and PS3. 
So I guess uh, it just revealed itself. Uh, I don't think that they've got an actual time, right? No, I didn't. I didn't see any time. Yeah, there's there's no like date of release, but um, that's coming out sometime soon. And yeah, <laughs> that's it. That was a quick one. Has it? Yeah. Um, but Rob, I got a from, from from my story here. This is this one's gonna you're gonna love this because I know how much you love aliens games. Yes. And the Aliens Colonial Marines, which is coming out soon, this is our from our good buddies at Gearbox, they have just released a trailer, which I actually have not seen the trailer yet. I have, uh, I need to watch it. I will probably be watching it when we're done recording here. But they've got a new multiplayer mode called Survival. And okay. this is basically going to take four Marines, so you and three of your buddies, against unrelenting waves of xenomorphs. And Game Informer is saying that it is possibly the best implementation of a horde-like mode that they have seen in a long time. You'll be able to set up fortifications like machine gun turrets and grab special weapons such as flamethrowers. Um, and according to the trailer, you will all die. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's funny because they say it's not the most hopeful message, but at least it's honest. <laughs> and, this, uh, and this game is due out in February of next year, so it's not that much further far off. So, right. Um, but it, it looks like I think this is going to be a really good implementation of this. Everything I've heard about this so far, uh, they got the sounds down right, uh, the tension level just right. It's you know it's gonna it's gonna freak you out again, Rob. So. But at least you, know, you, you won't have to be alone this time if you play survival mode. That's true. Although I think uh, Walking Dead, I think it's probably uh, desensitized me a little bit. I don't think anything can desensitize us against the, <laughs> against to, to xenomorphs, man. Dude, those things just oh, they jump and come from anywhere, dude. And just you know when you're standing on that level and you hear that that tracking sound. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That alone just breaks the hair standing up on my on my arms. It's like, uh. And then you get the the pulse rifle. Oh, that I just you can hear that distinctive sound of that gun. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. So, I I just watched the trailer. You know, if if it's anything like the trailer, no problem. <laughs> it's, I mean, the the trailer is like very brightly lit and. You know, but then again, you miss a lot of the ambience, you know, in trailers because you're not going to get everything like coming at you nice and slow and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I'd be interested to check it out for sure. So, well, you can on February 12th. That's right. All right. Black Ops 2 has been patched on both the 360 and the PC. So, uh, uh, Treyarch right. updated. Suck it, PlayStation. No patch for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe their version was perfect. No, they'll get a patch, I'm sure, soon. Yeah. So uh, it got patched this week, and uh, the patch updates are, or you know, what was patched is available out there. So if you're really that interested, go check it out. Uh, the PS3 version received the patch, uh, I guess, over the weekend. 
to address freezing and console shutdown issues. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. It's telling them to shut it down and go play their Xbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing playing this? <clears throat> go on that other console. So that was uh, Black Ops, new and improved. Well, not new, just improved. All right. All right. Did um, I know this? This next story is really belongs over on the Achievement Hounds, but I still think this was quite interesting. We'll and scoop huh? We'll we scoop them. Scooped the Achievement Hounds. There you go. Um, you know, there's for the achievement people in the world out there that really love their achievements. There's, you know, some people complain that there's no thought. And if you look back at the original Xbox game, Xbox 360 games, you know, you had like five achievements or something like that, you know, for the full thousand. You know, it was like run for 200 yards and get 200 points or something like that. I mean, there was really no thought into them. So they've gone through, you know, they've really advanced, you know, in the years that the 360 has been around and, you know, we get a lot of pretty cool achievements and different things, but it still seems people tend to complain. So the developers of Grid 2, which is a racing game, and I might add probably going to be an outstanding one. I liked Grid. I thought it was a great game. So Grid 2's achievements are actually going to be written by achievement hunters. Um, Xbox360achievements.org and PS3trophies.org have been tapped to draw up the achievements and trophies in Grid 2, which is due out the end of March next year. Uh, Codemasters, who's the publisher, uh, and the two sites that are, uh, made a joint announcement of the team-up the other day. They said, for years we've been criticizing lackluster achievement and trophy lists, and now we finally get a chance to put our money where our mouth is. Dan Webb, uh, uh, the two sites editor-in-chief, said in a statement, uh, Webb's publications will follow the creation of the list with a series of features and videos, giving some insight into a process many know little about. Um, as I'm sure Webb knows, in addition to the incentives achievement achievements place on playing and replaying a game, they also mean... Um, also means a, a thorough. Uh, blah. It's Sunday, spit right? It, spit it out. <laughs> They're also a means through which designers invite you to try certain features of the game or notice some aspect of its design that you may not otherwise. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how a third party balances a studio's interests with those of the fans and how people approach developing an achievement list for a game they haven't yet played. Um, see, the, the thing, I think this is interesting. I'm not really sure what to think about it, because number one, I, I think that it really depends, because, you know, depending on what type of person is picking the achievements, you could have someone that, and obviously this will be a group process, and I'm hoping they do a good job. And it's not just like, here's an easy thousand, you know, because there's a lot of people that really want the achievements, want the quick thousand, and they want to move on, you know. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact of where 
like they say, some developers use achievements to get you to try different things, different play styles. Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, if you play it on medium, there's an achievement. If you play it on hard, there's an achievement. If you play it on impossible, there's an achievement. I think there should be an achievement if you do play it on the hardest setting. I think people that play on that hardest setting should be get it. But then I think there should just be one other period of just if you complete the game, that's it. I shouldn't have to try to get it for all the others. But um, um, And I do think that if you play the campaign, I think you should have at least half the achievement points if you've completed the campaign. But um, I guess it depends if there's multiplayer and stuff like that. And So it'll be interesting to see how this transpires, but I don't know. Well, they're gonna. It's interesting that the developers are gonna take this out of the hands, or the publisher is gonna take this out of the hands yeah. of the designers and let a let the community do it. It's an interesting experiment. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, might be an easy thousand. <laughs> Maybe. But again, I think even developers kind of would like. You know, I would think that. You know, the people that. You don't want them too easy. I don't think developers or publishers want them to be too easy because then you end up with like a Avatar The Burning Earth where no one's going to buy the game. They're just going to rent it because they know they can have the full thousand in two minutes. You know, there's no need to buy the game. They're just going to rent it. So, you know, but if you get a game that's a decent game that can can get you most of them, people, well, I think people tend to be more you know, leaning towards buying a game and having it if it's a good game. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I, I like the one thing I like about Borderlands it might take some time, but they're all doable. Um, you do have to rely on other people for the invincible bosses and stuff. But, you know, I, that's one game that I really I'm hoping they don't ever put something in where, you know, it's just absolutely unachievable. <laughs> because it'll break my heart because right now I'm perfect in the Borderlands and Borderlands 2. I have every achievement both those games have and all the DLC. So I like that it's achievable if you're playing the game. It's almost like Gearbox is saying, I'm not going to make it so only a select few people can get it all. You know, if, if you're going to put the time and the energy into the game, we're going to give it to you. And then it's nothing. And I, I like that, too, because it's not anything that, like, you sit down and boost with their games. You just sit down and play. You know, you play the game, you get them for playing the game. It's not like... Well, let's get a gather group of people together, and uh, one, you know, we'll have five people stand in a circle, and one person will just keep killing them till they get their thousand kills, and then the next person, you know, it's just like then you're not playing the game anymore, you know. Right. So I, I, I like the stuff that allows me to play the game, you know, um, and not have to try to circumvent the way the game was, you know, circumvent the system to try to get a point. Um, so it was interesting in fact today um, I played that Mass Effect 3 and I realized I was looking at the achievements and I realized wow I've got all but three achievements in the game one of them was like hijacking a mech and I was like well, why did I never get this you know um, so I looked it up and they're like oh after you've completed the game it, it actually starts you out right back before you went to the final thing so you actually have the opportunity to play that level again and, and try to jack a mech or, you know, hijack a mech. I was like, oh, well, I should try this. 
and I got it. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah, that was cool. Sweet. Something I missed before. Now the last two achievements are going to mean I have to play the game on on the insane mode, which just isn't going to happen. So, <laughs> but I've gotten everything that I knew that I possibly could get, you know, without breaking right. several controllers. <laughs> so, um, it was kind of cool. It's nice. I, I like stuff that's like achievable like that, that you don't have to be like, okay, guys, let's get a bunch of people together and, you know, milk out these kills, you know, 10,000 kills or, you know, to me, that's just, uh, I don't like those, like the gears achievements where it's like, you got to get 10,000 headshots, but you can only get one headshot per match. There's only one's going to count because they don't want people boosting. And it's just like, if you're going to make it impossible, that's why people are boosting it. You know, I mean, it, it it's like, don't make them so impossible. And then you don't have to worry about the boosting. You know what I mean? Because people can actually achieve it while playing your game. But anyways, that's it. So yep. check out Xbox360Achievements.org for further information and probably be able to follow how that goes. I'm sure they'll have um, – they'll be posting up stuff on there, like they said, videos and stuff to to track the progress of that. Okay. Hey, uh, before we get on with the uh, Walking Dead talk, I was going to ask you. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember if we ever talked about this, but did you ever get to try that uh, the iPhone Borderlands game? Um, yeah, I did. I, I bought it. I I loaded it up like once, and uh, never went back to play it again. <laughs> oh, is it like just another mobile game? It's um. I don't know. There was something about it. I don't know if I just wasn't in the mood for it at the time. Uh, and I just never gone back to it. kind of stinks because I paid $5 for it. Um, I'm going to have to go back and find some time to look at it and play it. But, no, I didn't get very far in it. I just kind of was still in the tutorial. And I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> then you pick up your trusty Xbox controller. Yeah, I went and found something better to do. <laughs> so... Okay, just curious. All right, well, I guess that kind of wraps up our show for the week. I told you it was going to be short, um, but we are going to, Rob and I are going to talk about The Walking Dead. Um, We've both finished it, and we're going to have a discussion uh, about the whole story. So if you want to listen, you're more than welcome to listen. This will contain spoilers, so this will be like our spoiler cast. but we are planning to do a community Walking Dead spoiler show, uh, Walking Dead community show, if you will. Um, after it releases, the retail release has been pushed back a week, it looks like. So roughly around uh, December 11th or December 12th, that game is going to release. Um, that is the new schedule for the, the retail disc release of The Walking Dead by Telltale Games. Um, if you've already played it and you want to hear what we talk about, well, we're going to talk about how our story progressed. Um, I do know that some other people, I've talked to one other guy whose game was a little different than mine, and uh, I'm curious to see how Rob's portrayed, uh, how his played out. But um, other than that, we won't discuss anything further the rest of this week. Uh, it'll just be Walking Dead, so if you want to sign off, you're more than welcome to. Uh, don't forget to check us on our Facebook page. Uh, email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and leave a voicemail uh, at 224-698-XBOX. That's 224-698-9269. 
Um, there are no retail releases this week. No games, Rob, coming out this Nada. week. Nothing. And in reality, for the rest of the year, the only real thing coming out is uh, Far Cry 3 um, and um, the Walking Dead uh, retail release. So yes. that's really about it for the rest of the year. But um, You know, that might be actually kind of good. It lets us all catch up. Oh, I need it, man. I I got, it was kind of cool to go back and play Mass Effect today and yesterday. So, uh, I kind of enjoyed going back to that, but, um, yeah, I got stuff I got to play. Somehow I got to find myself, I got to make myself go back to Assassin's Creed, but I think that's going to happen over Christmas because I have like 10 days off of work, (laughs) something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have plenty of time. So, but with that, uh, we're just going to jump into our Walking Dead talk. So if you don't want to hear it, go ahead and turn us off now. If you want to hear what we have to say, then hang on for some killing <laughs> deadly podcast. Or you can turn us off now and then turn us on later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Rob. Okay. So what did you think? Um, Mixed. Very, uh, very mixed feelings on it. I mean, I'm not surprised with the ending. Um, kind of sad that it's over. So, you know, if, one thing that I guess you gotta come to terms with is that Walking Dead is not kind. The zombie apocalypse is not kind. So, don't like anybody. <laughs> yeah. No attachments. Don't make friends, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the zombies are, they're not all about uh, cupcakes and candy, man. They are far from it, so. That's right. But uh, now you, at the end of episode four, you okay. were by yourself, correct? Correct. That is correct. And so you went into episode five all by your lonesome. That's right. So we, did you, right? We, I was, exactly, yes. I was a little scared. I was a little nervous, i got to be honest. You big baby. I, I was a little scared. A little scared. I mean, there's zombies walking all over, man. Got no one to defend, no one to watch my back. Not to mention, I potentially could be a zombie myself. According to Bron, yeah. according to Bron, yeah. Lee was a zombie. So, you know, I'm not sure what's going on here, you know. Yeah. I don't want to turn. But, uh, I did get scratched, bitten slightly at the end of episode four, which I didn't tell anybody about. And, uh. Um, yeah, I didn't tell anybody either. I <laughs> So, why don't you tell us about how your kind of story played out in Episode 5. Okay, Episode 5. So, let me see here. So, Episode 5, you start off in that morgue, and then... uh, How appropriate. Yes, exactly. You're already there. (laughs) You start off in the morgue. Uh, Clementine is gone. She got uh, kidnapped or whatnot by somebody or taken or, or whatnot. You really don't know. You're talking on the walkie-talkie to this person who's basically telling you that her not being with you is a good thing, I guess. And then, uh, let's see. It's, from there, I got out of the morgue. I'm assuming yours was pretty similar, at least at this point, right? Yep. I think yeah. ours is going to be pretty much identical. Yeah. So, you know, I got out of the morgue. And then I was up on the rooftops for a while. It was like the rooftops. I don't know if it was like a hospital or whatnot. So it's a hospital. you're at the morgue, you go up the elevator, 
shaft or, or whatever it was. It go was, up this shaft, you go to the ro- roof. It was kind of obvious it was a hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cause of, <laughs> kinda, it kind of panned back and said the name of the hospital. It was, yeah. It, was kinda, it even said hospital. <laughs> and it said no help. Yeah, no help. Well, I'm not looking at it right now. Come on. Come on. <laughs> It's a zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared. <laughs> All right. So after that, I went up into the bell tower. Right? You yep. did the same thing. Probably. Yep. Went up to the bell tower. I rang the bell, jumped back to the hospital, and climbed down the uh, the uh, fire escape. Mm-hmm. Got back to the mansion. Everybody was, not everybody, a bunch of the people were locked up in the uh, boat garage. Correct. And in there was I had Kenny, and then the guy and the girl. Uh, Onid and uh, uh, Onid and Krista. The girl in the tracksuit. Was yeah. it Krista? Yeah, I think that's. I her think name. that's her name. I have a problem remembering her name. Anyone else? So was, no. Oh, no one else was with you then, huh? I had. I also had. Uh, with me locked up there was um, Ben. Oh, because, yeah, I, I let Ben fall in episode four. Okay. I didn't. I did not pull him up. You didn't pull him up what? Because Ben was hanging in the stairwell, and he's like, you know, let me go, drop me. Oh, that's right, that's right, okay. I dropped his ass. You dropped <laughs> his butt. You dropped his butt. <laughs> his booty. I dropped his, his booty. Behind. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped his tushy. <laughs> All right. So I yeah, because I, I dropped him. I was, well, there I was will be a difference jerks. here then in our story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I only had those three. Okay. And from then we went back into the so, mansion. So why were they locked up? Um, because the boat was gone, right? Yeah, the boat was gone. It was taken by the. Was it Vernon or? Yeah, Vernon was. Yeah, yeah. his group. The... Yeah. So. so they ganked the boat and they ran off. They locked them in there. Yep. So then we went back into the mansion, and that got overrun by the zombies, and they went up into the attic. Did you? There was a line in there. It's like uh, when they were attacking. And someone, I think it was Chris, said, I think this looks pretty secure. And then all of a sudden, blammo, they come busting through the windows. <laughs> and I just started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks real secure. Slam. Here comes the horde. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. not too secure. All right. Yeah, there was a section, I think it was when Lee was on top of the hospital. He actually... I, you know, I, I thought, I don't know if it was a programming issue or whatnot, but he said, we're going to have a hard time getting off of this roof or something like that. And he was by himself. And I'm like, why would he say we? Unless, you That's know, one probably, of the timelines. Well, remember at the end of episode four, you could have taken people with you. Yeah. So you wouldn't have been alone. Some people weren't alone at the beginning of the of episode five. So it's probably just a programming thing that they didn't record it to say, yeah. you know, I'm going to have a hard time. Right. 
That's just, you know what? That's it, man. I ain't buying this no more. That's shoddy. That's program. shoddy. That's right. Man. And you know, <laughs> I've noticed on a couple episodes that like, there's this like weird stuff hanging off of Kenny's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? It's like, you know, they didn't, you know, clip the textures properly or something. I, no, That's, I didn't. Doesn't, that doesn't matter. Uh, game's but, awesome. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so anyway. Okay, so, you know, we got up in the attic, and then uh, there's a little bit a of... a serious battle to get up there, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of a gunfight. Yep. And then uh, we got up into the attic, and then there were some words exchanged. Kenny was upset, as usual. <laughs> He's and... got your management issues. Oh, for sure. <laughs> He's a fair weather friend. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, in, in all those little situations, he's like, you didn't do this and this for me back then when we were over at that place. It's like, dude, let it go. It's a zombie apocalypse. Don't hold a grudge. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, you know, we started exchanging some words and I basically told him, like, you know, come on, you know, then then kill me. Because I think at that point, uh, everybody knew that I got bitten. Okay. Yeah, they. Yeah, everybody found out in the boat garage. Yeah. So at that point, um, Kenny threw something at the wall, and then everybody found out that the walls were kind of deteriorated. And they took turns hacking away at the wall to get into the building next door to escape. Right. So from the building next door, we got up onto, uh, we jumped off of a balcony onto the roof next door. And no problems with that? No problems. I did notice that um, when, I th- I don't remember who, I think I went first, then Kenny. Oh, you would. And, you would. Then Omid and... Krista. Krista, so you left the chick for last, and you guys no, I, I, it, first. I, I didn't. I didn't have a choice with the order. I know. I'm just kidding. I mine did too. Okay. <laughs> they let the, the 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 gimp go across who's having problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I noticed that they made a big deal out of like the balcony was like coming away from the wall. So I'm yep. guessing. Uh, I'm I'm going to take a long shot here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to guess on this. Is this where Ben bought it? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, he was the last one to go across my balcony, and it fell. So he okay. fell down to the in, like down the alley. Well, so what happened here was that Kenny, when they were in the thing, Ben and Kenny had kind of had when they were in the attic, they kind of had come to. Uh, an understanding they had kind of had a little blowout but they'd kind of come to an understanding of you know it's he's just a kid kenny kind of kind of came to realization that the you know because lee was telling him it's like man he's just a kid you can't you know he didn't mean for your wife and son to die he was trying to survive he was trying to help out thinking that you know because he was the one giving the food to those bandits he thought that that would help that he was trying to help keep everybody safe you know, it was not intentional. So when he fell, Kenny was just kind of like, you know what, I, I can't leave him. So he went down, the, he ran down the, this like fire escape thing 
and so did Lee. They went down there to try to get him. Well, he was impaled on like one of those wrought iron fence things. Who was? Uh, Ben. He had one of those wrought iron railing things right through him. Yep. And so he was pretty much toast. I mean, his leg was broken and he had this wrought iron railing through his gut. And, um, they couldn't get him freed and the zombies started coming from both sides of the alleyway. So Kenny basically told Lee to get back up top that he was going to take care of it. And he only had one bullet left in his gun, and you heard the one bullet get fired, and that's it. So I don't know if he killed Ben so that he didn't have to become a zombie or if he killed himself or if he just shot the nearest zombie. I don't know. Right. So that's all so, left up to, you know, I could see both of those guys come back as zombies in the next game. I don't know. Um, but so Lee makes it back up, and now it's just Lee – Krista and Oneid. So I'm down to just those three people. Okay, mine was a little different there then. Exactly. So. Okay, so for for my game, everybody was up at the roof once they jumped off the balcony and crossed the gap. So they were up on the roof, and then there was some kind of opening uh, in the roof. I don't know if it was like a skylight or whatnot. And Kenny bumped Lee and Lee dropped the walkie-talkie into the hole. So they, at that point, were kind of like, you know, we need the walkie-talkie, you know, because we needed to find Clementine. And they were debating on what they were going to do, so Krista jumps down. She's like, I'm going to take care of this. So she jumps down into the hole, and all you see is like a top-down view. You see a hole, and then you see the uh, sunlight shining down into it, and it's like all black around there. I mean, they have no idea what's in there. So she's down there, and she can't, you know, get jump up high enough to grab anybody's hand to get pulled back up. And then you start hearing noises. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So at that point, you know, there's a little bit of, like, tension, and Lee, part of the... uh, you know, part of his actions is he goes and he grabs a pole. He tries to, you know, you know, hang it down there so she can grab onto it. So I'm like, oh, and I, I left something out. Uh, at that point, uh, I had cut off my arm. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. How did we forget about that? The very know, beginning. Was... At the very beginning. Yeah, I know, yes. right? You had to cut your arm off, your own arm off, because yeah. you were trying, you were thinking that, it would keep you from turning into a zombie. Exactly. That's when you were at the morgue. And, man, did they draw that out? Oh, my gosh. Yep. You know, it's kind of like, so you you put some surgical tubing around your arm, and you pull it real tight, and then he's got, like, a hacksaw or something. And it's like, okay, make a cut. Ah! Okay, make another cut. Ah! <laughs> you have to do it, like, three, four, five times. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Oh, my gosh. And then you got to bandage it too, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I totally forgot about that at the beginning of the game. I know, right? Yeah. So okay. <laughs> so he's had one hand <laughs> this entire time, and uh, so I had Lee holding this pole. With I mean, he's leaning over this edge and he's holding his pole for Krista to come up, and I'm like, "How's he gonna pull her up? <laughs> he's got one hand. I was gonna hold him." So so uh, needless to say. 
Uh, she doesn't make it up. And then Kenny basically says, I'm going to write this. So he jumps down and he boosts her up. And then you see Kenny run off into the blackness and all these zombies come across. And then he like shoots his gun. Yeah. And again, you don't, you know, you don't know what happened to him. Yeah. You don't know if really if he made it or whatnot or anything. So then at that point it was, uh, just Omid, Krista and Lee going after, uh, Clementine. <laughs> so that, that was an interesting thing. I mean, that's like, I don't know, quite a different story change, at least for that one section. Yeah, because when I went over that roof, yeah. there was we could see the zombies down there. We just walked around it. Okay. So there was nothing. We had nothing to do with that hole. We just walked around it and kept on going. So at that point, it was just you, Christo, and Omid, right? Correct, yeah. So, okay. So it's like, that's why I said I think... It, the end of game, I think, in the end, story is all going to relatively be the same. But it's it's interesting how, you know, they still kind of killed everybody off. Right. They still only, the game still only ended with those they wanted to be in the game, you know. Right. So if all those people came with you or if they had survived, they were going to be pecked off within a certain number of scenes. Right. Whether it was the balcony, the rooftop, maybe in the mansion. Yeah, there was no way for you to take Ben all the way through the game. It was impossible. Right. That's what it seems like so far. So Not that I would have wanted him. Minor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so after the rooftop, uh, then we went over to... Um, I think that was when we you, went over to the imports area. Yeah, you ended up Cave having imports. to go across that sign. By the Marsh House, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there was an area just like the ground was just filled with zombies. So Lee was trying to cross this sign, you know, kind of like one of those old wrought iron looking signs that has, uh, you know, like the name of a district in it or... Uh-huh. Or, or whatnot. So he was making his way across, and of course the thing falls apart by the time he gets now, across. Now, you went across first, right? Correct. Yeah, I wonder, because there was an option to to not go first, but I went first as well. So I wonder what happens if you don't go first. Right. So that's, that's if, if someone's gotten to that point and they didn't go across first, that's... I need to hear from you because <laughs> that right. would, I would think would alter the rest of the end of the story. So, but there's also this, this could change too, depending on what someone did in episode two, a decision you made could completely alter the rest of the story from this point on. Yes. Uh, so, uh, okay. So keep going. Okay. So at that point, um, let's see, so Ben, uh, not Ben, uh, Lee got across and Krista and O'Need were on the other side. So Lee was basically telling them, I'm going to go for it. Uh, you guys meet us outside of the city or something like that. And 
gee, I don't quite remember what happens here. I know Lee eventually gets into the Marsh House. Yeah, that's he goes in and gets into the Marsh House. Was it right off of where the sign was? Or he, does he uh, go onto the ground? He dropped down. Because on mine, I dropped down, and then he, like, like going to start killing, like, Oh, yeah, yes, yes. But then realizes that they're not coming after him. Because he's got his axe. Yeah, and, and, and they're not coming after him. Yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry, he's got a cleaver, doesn't he? So he's got a cleaver, and he's, like, hacking away at him. And I remember you had to, like, hit, like, seven or eight of them. And then eventually you were just covered with zombie juice. Yeah, zombie juice, yeah. So you were covered with zombie juice, and then they kind of left him alone. And that's where it kind of clicked for him that, you know, if he's covered, they are mostly not interested in him anymore. Right. Yeah, because of the smell. Yeah. So he goes, he gets into the marsh house and he goes up to a room uh, and he goes in it. He doesn't see anybody initially, but he does see that there's a rope tied to the bathroom and to the closet. At least I think it was the bathroom and closet. It, you know, it ties the doorknobs together to keep them from opening. Right? Yes. Okay. It was already tied. Yeah, it was already tied, and then this jerky guy comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I, f- I forgot what his name was. But, uh, yeah, th- this is where the tie-in is to Episode 2. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the question. Now, when you when you uh, were in Episode 2 and you came across that station wagon with all the supplies in it, did you take the supplies? I was against it, but we wound up taking them. Yeah. See, I'm I'm trying to remember if there's a way to completely not take those. If you can walk away and not take them. Or if you decide, and maybe that's the thing, is you could be against it, but the group does it anyways. Right. Because that's who that guy is. You know, I think in one way or another, it's going to happen because... This guy is kind way. of instrumental in three. So I guess the different or or it would change and it'd be someone completely different. Maybe because I was thinking, you remember, you know, Lee was a convict and he was in a cop car at the beginning of the game. Remember, and he had killed. You find out in this last episode that he killed uh, his because his wife was sleeping around, so he killed the guy, and that's what he went to jail for. So my initial thought was maybe this is the dude or something like not the guy that obviously that he killed, but that this was like some family member trying to chase Lee down to get vengeance for killing, you know, a fan, you know, one of their family members. But it wasn't. It was this guy that lost his family because they didn't have the supplies they needed. You know, not, it wasn't the zombie apocalypse. It was because they didn't have the supplies, right. you know, needed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, one, one thing I was thinking about was, okay, so they were out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I remember they were really far away from the city because they drove that train, like, forever just to get over there. And, you know, after that station wagon incident, like, okay, what are the chances of this guy finding? I'm mean, like, really? Are you serious? This guy's going to find them 100 or more miles away in the zombie apocalypse. That was not believable to me. 
but I'm nitpicking. I know. Yeah, it was it was hokey, but <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So this dude uh, is kind of wacky. It turns out he's very creepy. He's got a head in a bowling ball bag. <laughs> and that's his wife. Yeah, it's his wife's head. <laughs> and he's like talking to her. So he basically told Lee that you know he's you know pretty much gonna kill him and then you know take care of Clementine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Clementine winds up getting out of the room that she was locked in and they have you look at something to kind of hit him over the head with. So I had her use the wine bottle. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So she basically, you know, gets the guy and, you know, he falls down and what happened then? Do you remember? Well, Lee what happened? What? Well, he, Lee was fighting with him, and Clementine actually ended up killing. Oh yes, killing the right. guy. She blew him away with the gun. So, uh, and it was funny after that was over. The you see he's standing there with Clementine, and there's like the little bowling bag like starts moving around. And if you look in the bowling bag, you see the zombie head yep. alive in there. <laughs> it's like oh, it's his wife's head. Yeah. So. So they, they leave to get out of there, um, end up down in this, like, security office. And, uh, you know, essentially Lee couldn't go any further because Brun was right. Well, Lee is a zombie. Well, well, there was the whole thing where they were preparing, they were preparing to leave. And this was kind of hard too, where Lee was, like, smearing Oh yeah, juice all over her, and she was like, "Yeah, that was pretty gross." Yeah, you know where she's so disturbed. There was that. It was that. uh, That stuff that we talked about the last show with the uh, psychology of games, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or poor Clementine (laughs) is so grossed out and freaked out, and you're just like, "More smush! Let me get it on your face!" Yeah, no kidding. And then. They got outside, and they were trying to walk through the the oh, group. That's right. And then Lee passes out, and then Clementine drags him into the uh, oh, it's like a garage or something or a store. Some kind of yeah. With the security guard. Right. Anyway, continue. Well, that pretty much wraps it up, and it, the last part is. You know, he's telling Clementine that she needs to basically kill him so that he doesn't turn and that, you know, he can't make it. He can't go any yeah, further. Yeah, he can't stand up because he tried like two times. Right. And she's can't do it. And I finally just said, just I told her to leave without me and get back to Oneed and Krista and that they were going to take care of her. And um, so she took off. So I, I like I said, Brun was right. I did turn into a zombie. Lee was a zombie. Well, you don't know. Well, he's going to be a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Um, he's immune. Yeah, maybe. You never know. But, um, and then, so she just kind of takes off. And the credits rolled. And at first I was kind of like, what? Like, there because I kind of felt I was kind of mad. Because, 
Well, is that how your is yours? Did yours end that way? Up to the credits, was it the same? Well, I had her shoot me. Oh, really? Yeah. So she had the gun and she was like holding, shaking it, but you know, you didn't see it. So actually, I'm kind of assuming that she did. And then she got out because uh, she survived the, the security guard. He kind of got out. He was stuck in a chair. And right. She got his keys and she handcuffed me to a, a pipe or something. See, I had her handcuff the zombie to get the keys so she could get oh. out. Okay. But I didn't have her kill me. Okay, so that was a difference. So I told her to go for both the gun and the keys. And the zombie kind of got out. And then this big ornament fell on top of him. So he was stuck. Wait a minute. And then and then she used the handcuffs on me so that I couldn't get up. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And then she used the gun on me. And then the credits rolled. Okay, so were you mad at that point? I was, I don't know. I was a little upset because I was like, I felt like, I mean, I kind of knew Lee was pretty much going to write him off, but right. it's like I felt like I had no clue what happened to Clementine. Like, right, and just, she was all alone and yeah, scared. Yeah, and just it was like, what the heck? And then, so what saved it was after the credits were done, I saw Clementine walking out in the countryside. Or she was sitting there, uh, yes. safe out in the countryside, and by herself, just kind of, you know, you could tell she was really distressed, and then she looked up, and you could tell she saw something, and then in the distance, she could see, like, two shapes. It looked like two people. But whether it was Kristen O'Neill or someone else or just a mirage, you don't know, because right. that's the way my game ended. Uh, now, part of me likes to think, well, it is Kristen O'Neill. She saw them, but then again, that was nowhere near where the train was. So didn't look anywhere like where the train was. So, you know, it, it didn't even look like she was in the right area. But um, I'm going to go on the fact that that was Kristen O'Neill, and she's going to be okay. That's yeah, the way. That's... That's my decision, and I'm going <laughs> with it, man. Yeah. I got to have some kind of a happy ending to this just dreary zombie apocalypse oh for sure for sure yeah that was uh i mean mine pretty much ended up the same way and when i saw the two shapes walking and she's kind of like looking like oh what's that and it looked like towards the end of it like the shapes kind of stopped and maybe like turned to look at her like they spotted her and that's kind of like how it got left off. But, you know, I'm curious to see if the shapes were anything like Krista and Omid because, you know, she was, I think, taller than him. And I remember, I think that the shapes were two different sizes. So I'm hoping it was them. Yeah, I hope so, too. Poor Clementine. No. But overall, it was a really good story, I thought. Ex I, yeah. The thing that I thought, too, was... You know, I know some people are going to be doing, um, getting this for retail release. You know, I do not think that I could stand to do this entire game and just sit down and play through in a, in a day or two. Oh, yeah. 
I think I, it was better, in my opinion, over the length of time that, you know, I had to just kind of, after each episode, you decompress, you can kind of like, whoo, kind of relax. And, you know, it was just, it was some pretty intensive gaming and storytelling. And uh, I'm curious how people playing, and maybe some people are just so used to it that it's not going to be no big deal. And, but I think for me, it would have been tough to sit and play this for that much time. You know, yeah. you fi- figure roughly three hours. So, well, you got 50, about 15 hour gameplay. Yeah. You know, I can't just to sit and just play this for 15 straight hours or, you know, over, a, over the course of a week. I think it would have just, oh, that, you know, I think it's too much. I, I think that this game is more intense than probably any other game that I've played. And I mean, it keeps me on edge the entire time. You get that anxiety feeling in like, you know, the center of your chest, like the entire game, like, Oh no, what's going to happen? And I mean, it's, it's just there and it just burns you up. I I really think that if I wouldn't be surprised if people get like physically ill playing this game, if they try to do it all in one shot, I think episode two was the, was the worst man. Um, it, it never got back that dark. Thank goodness. I really think so. I think I'm thankful for that. Um, but man, there was some stuff. Yeah. Like hacking your own arm off. Just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm curious if some, someone listening hasn't, they decided not to not take their arm off, you know, how, what did it, it did it have any effect on you or not? I'm curious how the game played out. Um, my guess and, is it didn't really make much of a difference, except you had one arm to go forward. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, looking back on it also, I mean, I I just remember the first, like, half hour, hour into the game. It's like, you have no idea what you're in for. Yeah. You know, like, I remember sitting there, like, in the cop car, and, you know, then all of a sudden you're in that neighborhood. Yeah. And, like, there's no people, and it's like... You know, it's like creepy, but I mean, that's a walk in a park compared to all the stuff that you have to endure yeah. later on. You know, wow. This game's amazing. It, it is definitely amazing. Um, it, it's, I, I'm looking forward to the TV show just recorded earlier. So I'm going to watch it when we're done talking. Got to go watch my latest episode of the TV show, but. I know, right? Um, excellent game. Um, Fantastic. I love it, and I'm not a point-and-click adventure-style person, but I will definitely be playing Season 2, um, which they are going to be doing. So, But, um, yeah, excellent, highly recommended, and I look forward to our community show and we find out some of the other differences that people had in their games. Oh, yeah, for sure. That'll be fun. So I'm just curious how many uh, uh, different options there are i really think everybody's game probably ended exactly the same I would be my did. guess but it was just how you got there and your adventures and your stories and it's interesting like uh some people killed lost ben in like episode two where i had him all the way to the end you know so there were different things that happened you know and it's just it's cool to see like uh, you know even though the, the ending is the same like how you didn't have no one went down on that railing but i did you know yet no one none of my people went into the hole because we killed them all off already so it was like you know they had these points to make sure that the story went the way they wanted to but
but it was still kind of left up to your, you know, so I don't know. In a way, does it take the decisions out of your hands? You know, maybe people will see it that way and say, you know what, it doesn't matter what decisions I made because the developers still gave everybody the same story in the end. Right. So I don't know. It's interesting. They, they close the loop. Well, they, I, I'm not upset about it and I don't think it's a big deal because no. they have to. They, you can't, you really can't even look at Mass Effect. You, you know, people were upset because like, well, all my decisions came down to nothing. Do I choose the good or the bad? It didn't matter what I did, you know, in between. But you know what? You got to carry those characters through. It, it, it did matter in your gameplay, in your story. I built a story where I kept my Krogan alive the whole time and, you know, and I let this, you know, a certain character die off. So I was glad I kept Ben alive as long as I possibly could. Some people didn't like him and they, well, I want him, you know, they let him go right away. You know, it, it's just, so I still don't feel like it didn't matter because there is a story they have to tell and they got to get from point A to point B. And somehow they have to give everybody the freedoms to do certain things, but still wrap up and come out the same at the end. So it, I don't really feel cheated. I do think some people might feel that way, but they still have to tell a story. And, and that's the thing is, how was your story? Did you enjoy your story? And what I think is interesting in the zombie apocalypse, it doesn't matter what you do. Everybody's going to die in the end anyways. You know, it really, and that's the way the TV show is. You know, it's like, right. don't get attached because people in the TV show, they're not safe. Right. So just because they're a popular character doesn't mean that they're going to be there all the time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, and, and, and that's, that's one thing. That's one thing you learn in, um, oh, what's that other one? Oh, that HBO show. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what it is now. The one with the George Martin books. I have no idea what you're talking about. I gotta look it up. Oh, the Thrones? Game of Thrones? Yeah, Game of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> it's like in Game of Thrones, one thing in there is that there's no such thing as a lead character. There is no lead character. Do not get attached to anybody because, yeah. you know, you think that they're important. Next thing you know, they're dead. <laughs> you think that they're the lead character. It's like, oh, I like him. He's really cool. He's dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that important. Oh. I guess that's real life <laughs> in some yeah. respects. No. Well, it was but, good. good game. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. And the thing I was going to say, too, was that in the end... I mean, the game is scripted. You know, it's not a total freeform story you create it as you go. So it's scripted. Eventually, they got to tie it all together, and that's what they did. Right. They did a good job. Fantastic. So. Alrighty. Well, I got nothing else for this week. Then I don't, do you have anything else? Mm. You can't have anything else because those that didn't want no. it spoiled left already. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, we could just add one more thing. So. If you haven't played any of the episodes, it's going to be slow through the rest of the year, only with Far Cry coming out in about a week or two. So do yourself a favor and get the Walking Dead retail. Yes. And finish that up by the, you know, maybe give yourself a break <laughs> of at least a couple <laughs> of days between the episodes just for your own sanity. <laughs> but get it. Definitely. 
No, but uh, all right, that's all I got. That's that's everything for me. So, uh, thank you for listening this week, and uh, we will catch you all next week. Hopefully, we'll have a lot more to talk about. And oh uh, uh, yeah, I am Mark, aka Wingman Seven Hundred Nine, taking off to watch The Walking Dead. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll catch you all next week, and I will go watch Walking Dead after I screw up the RSS feeds. Good night. (laughs) Good night.